your local enterprise office, making it happen for Irish startups and small businesses at localenterprise.ie slash start. Welcome to the Making It Happen podcast series brought to you by your local enterprise office. I'm Conal O'Moran. In this episode, I'm joined by Connor Lydon, founder of TrustApp, and I started by asking him what was TrustApp. So TrustApp is a transaction platform. It's specifically designed for people who are buying and selling online with strangers. Um, so it works like a personal escrow service where the buyer's money is held until the different transactional milestones have been met and the money is released to the seller then at that point. It's a very sought after area. We're all familiar with uh, companies like Stripe. Mm-hmm. Is there room for another? Yeah, um, we're kind of very different to Stripe. We actually use Stripe on our platform. Um, I suppose people are more familiar with the kind of the more modern um, payment platforms where the trend has moved towards, you know, paying your friends and family really easily, uh, the likes of Revolut and Venmo and all these circle. But they're not necessarily safe to use with a stranger if you don't know the person you're dealing with. Um, and very often, you know, if you send them the money, they, you don't know, you don't trust the person you're dealing with. Um, you might never see it ever again. So um, there's definitely a gap for a kind of platform that is as modern and as slick and easy to use as all these modern um, money wallets, um, but also as safe and uh, trusted as kind of traditional escrow companies. Where did the original idea come from? So uh, I was in, uh, I studied engineering in UCC, and when I was in college, um, I was traveling over and back a couple of times a year to watch Liverpool play in uh, in the UK so I'm a big Liverpool fan um, but I kept encountering the same problem where I'd be looking for the ticket kind of you know on Facebook or I'd have the flights and accommodation sorted and I was kind of trying to look for a last minute ticket because I don't have a season ticket so um, be looking on Facebook done deal Twitter and um, same scenario kept kept happening I'd be you know I'd find someone selling the ticket and they'd always say send me the money first and I'll post you a ticket afterwards and I obviously wasn't very comfortable doing that and got scammed a couple of times and thought you know there must be a better way of doing this and when I looked into it then kind of realized that there wasn't really an existing solution um, and then kind of realized the, the wider use cases for it too and that's kind of where the idea started. And then what did you do? So um, I was actually graduating at the time or finishing up my degree and I kind of knew I didn't really want to pursue engineering so I, I was looking at options I had a, I had a couple of I suppose I had a job lined up um, up here in in dublin but i was uh i also had this opportunity on what's called the ignite program in ucc so it's a kind of a startup incubator you literally just go in with a business idea and it works you through the different stages of starting a business and had you the trust app idea for ignite or had you something else uh, well it wasn't called trust app then or it wasn't even vaguely really uh, what it is now uh, it was so what did you go with to them with so i went with just this idea that like if I could solve this problem, I think people would use it. Now, I actually have the slideshow I used to present to them at the time, and I cringe looking back at it like it was so terrible. But um, thankfully, someone in there saw a bit of potential in it, and um, I was accepted onto the program, and that was kind of where it started. And did that was that a natural graduation then to the Leo, or where, where did um, you get involved with the Leo? Well, no, kind of, yeah, so that, that would have tied in with the Leo then. So when I was on Ignite, um, and as I said, you kind of literally just have an idea at the start. So 
um, as you progress and as you kind of start putting the business plan together, you know, you, you start getting to the point where, well, like, I need to put something physical together here to see will people use it and can people test it. And that's kind of where the Leo came in, where they have, you know, grant supports available. And I was able to, thankfully, I was able to avail of, you know, a priming grant to start with, which is the biggest thing, really. And that was, um, that really got me from, it was just me at the time, and it got, got me from having this idea to having an actual physical prototype that people could use and say, you know, I could validate the concept. Where did you develop the prototype? So I actually, I had a friend, um, Kevin O'Leary is his name. He was... Um, we actually went on J1s together to the States, but he was doing a BIS master's in UCC at the time. And um, I was able to avail of an innovation voucher and the, and the, and the priming grant. And um, I was able to, he had experience developing Android applications. So we, together, he was able to put together uh, the first uh, minimum viable product of Trustaff at the time. The MVP, as the it's MVP, called. Yeah. Yeah. And f where did it go from there? So that was a learning curve, to say the least. So, you know, we, what we had there really wasn't uh, fit for kind of that's a That's a euphemism, you know, <laughs> a learning <laughs> curve. That means that it was a mess. Yeah, well, like, and it was just, I suppose, you know, neither of us really knew what to expect, you know. So that was, uh, but you know what? It, it's It's been an iterative process. So that was a really important step. It got us to the point where we could get a couple of people to use it or try to use it and... Uh, it, we were able to kind of get a bit more money and uh, improve it further and it was a step-by-step -step process like that all along the way so that was um without that step it, it wouldn't be where we are so like it was definitely very important and when was that and where are you now so that was about um that would have been about two years ago maybe two and a half years ago and you've made some huge strides in two and a half yeah, years yeah we've made some great progress so now we obviously have a fully functioning platform on um, ios android web application as well and um, we're also integrated with a lot of marketplaces around europe so um now that didn't just happen no how did you manage that i mean that i'm familiar with this whole area yeah it's bloody tough yeah um i suppose you know i was always quite determined to make it succeed as well but um i was you know like it's it, it can be hard at times you're you're friends are all have just graduated and they're all making money and they're going out and going on holidays and stuff and you're still living at home and bringing in packed lunches to to the office and it's not it's not all uh it's not very glamorous but the i suppose again uh, i used the phrase iter iterative because it was you know we kind of had this and it, in fairness we were able to you know we had great access to mentors and people who had done it before and they said you know you have to go through this process rome wasn't built in a day like you can't actually do this in one big step you have to take it slowly and frustrating as it was at the time uh that's what we did so um we had a kind of a, a, a minimum viable product we were able to kind of build it out a little bit better we made mistakes along the way used different technologies and eventually we got to the stage where we are now where we have a very good scalable product um but again then we realized that you know we're competing with companies with enormous budgets here trying to market this you know that we don't have a hope of kind of breaking into the likes of paypal and all these companies of enormous market share uh, so we decided that the best route to market for us would be by partnering with existing buy and sell marketplaces we could provide a lot of value to their customers but also to them as well which is something we actually stumbled across by accident to be honest um well hang on now i love these stories about stumbled upon yeah. where or how or what what's the story there so um i suppose I, we we got an introduction 
into one kind of big buy and sell marketplace here in Ireland and um, we I suppose I went to them with this pitch of you know I have this product um, it's really good for your end users and it's good for you as well because you know it'll save your reputation it'll save you maybe money on customer service because less people will get scammed on your platform but in reality they don't really care about that um, well they do care about it but it's not a priority they're commercially minded what they really interest in is data because they have absolutely no information as to what goes on their site past the point of uh, Joe blogs here put up an ad and somebody else responded to it so they don't even know how many transactions they do on a daily basis and um, so we're kind of an important piece of that puzzle to provide them uh, with visibility over you know their and they can market and advertise um, with this with these improved insights and they can improve their own service so that's actually what they're really interested in and we realized then that we actually have a a big um we have a valuable uh, proposal here for the these buy and sell marketplaces and it, and it was quite i won't say easy but it's been easier to partner with them then off the back of that when you changed up the proposal and it's really just a route to market for us so there's people here that could really use trust app that would you know i suppose it would provide them with like valuable peace of mind when they're transacting but they don't know about it but if it we're partnered with a marketplace they use then they will know about it and you have gone international yeah um i suppose you know we we use technologies we use um different technologies nowadays that i suppose even in the last five years have made it so much more possible to scale without issues you know cloud-based um services and you've the likes of stripe where different current accepting different currencies is is no longer an issue where it would have been in the past so you know there aren't really really any limitations to where we can go within reason um, and so it's been easier to put a sales plan together and that mind. on the back of it you've raised money nice money yeah yeah we have um so again i suppose if i go back to our kind of iterative process like one we got to the point where okay we have this platform now we have enough validation here that maybe you know some will back us here and we could grow it from there and we were able to um raise some investment privately and then moved up to enterprise ireland as well who matched that um private investment and we were able to raise a significant seed round then and um so you see i have to cut across you there because yeah. you make it sound easy yeah. i know it is not easy how long did it take you to try to raise money um it took a long time it took probably you see the, th the thing i found was that once you have one party or one crowd on board it's easier to kind of make up the rest of the round then so convincing the first person and getting um, them to believe in you is the most important how many no's did you get um or how many months or how many yeah. years of no's did you uh, get well it was you know we haven't been at it that long but there were a lot of people that said you know look this isn't for us it's too early um this isn't the kind of space we're looking at you kind of get all those answers that really means like no we're not we're not interested in this you know so there's there's roundabout ways people can say it but that's that's essentially it but it's a long journey a long graft. it is yeah and like even when you think you have it done add another six months onto it because it's not going to happen there and then either we're big big fans of networking on team sbs and you've got yeah. a great networking story yeah please, please tell me about uber oh yeah so um I was in I was in Austin, um, and look before Austin, Austin, Texas. In Texas, yeah. So I suppose before I start, like I think like networking has been probably people 
you throw the phrase out a lot, you know, and it's a bit, it's it's become a bit fashionable to be, oh, I'm going to networking events and stuff. And a lot of the time people go to networking events and they just talk to people they knew already and that's not really networking. But really every kind of bit of success we've had along the way has been through people we've met and introductions and that is actually how you get you get things done, I think. Um, but, but in saying that, you know, sometimes you can get a bit sick and tired of... Um, giving your elevator pitch you know and uh when i was I was in austin on a an accelerator program over there actually and um there was an irish community in austin and I, we used to you know go out at the weekends and you know you'd be getting an uber home or an uber out uh from 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 the pub or wherever and you know they'd recognize the accent straight away obviously completely different to the texas accent so they'd say you know where are you from what are you doing here and you know you become sick of just giving the oh i'm here with trust app and this is what we do and you know oftentimes consider just making up a story uh, just to make it easier for myself um but i didn't and anyway uh while i was over there i was trying to get into a company um it, it's a, bit, a company called woocommerce they're a bit like shopify um and i had a proposal for them and you know I c- they were based in austin so i thought you know i'd have a good chance of getting in touch with them and i just wasn't really finding it very easy or you know sent a couple of linkedin messages didn't really get any responses and um i kind of given up on it to be honest but um i was getting a taxi home or an uber home from the from a uh, i think it was a saturday night or something and it was probably late enough and i was tired and i you know taxi driver the usual thing asked me what are you what are you doing here and i kind of thought oh here we go again but i said i'd give him the give him the spiel anyway and the correct um, one not yeah, the yeah. no the real one yeah international man of mystery <laughs> the, one. the real one and um yeah i you know and uh, as it turned out he was like a new kind of product manager head of product something in woocommerce uh who had just moved into c- the city and was uber driving just to get to know the place for no other reason obviously didn't need the money was on a very high six-figure salary i'd assume um and i just couldn't believe my luck to be honest and two days later i was in there meeting the people i wanted to meet so um i think it just it just shows you know it's never ever uh as straightforward as you think and you should never discount anyone based on what they're doing or you know it mightn't be necessarily them themselves who can help you but it might be who they know or who they're you know girlfriends mother's friend knows like you don't even know so uh it's i think it's always worth persisting and that was a a big lesson i learned that day i couldn't believe it actually at the time final question leo has been good to you yeah that's a that's a question yeah (laughs) no they've been very good i suppose we were at the stage um early on where you know we're kind of i suppose you're stuck you know you have this idea and you to, to make any progress at all you do need a bit of money it comes to the point where especially with a tech kind of business um you can't really bootstrap it because you know you can do that with some kind of physical businesses where you can and it's probably the best way to do it is you can grow using uh, revenue or profits you've generated to date but it wasn't really an option for us so we needed some money to get us going and um someone to kind of mentor us and guide us through um where we were at at the time in the local enterprise office in fairness were brilliant at that well, that's a recommendation. Connor Lydon of TrustApp, thank you so much. No problem. Thanks very much. This podcast was produced by Team SBS Podcasts on behalf of the local enterprise offices. It was recorded at Collaborative Studios, Dublin. Making it happen with expert advice, mentoring, training and funding supports. The local enterprise offices are supported by Enterprise Ireland, local authorities and the Government of Ireland. 